ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 41 of Wrestlers with Experience with myself, DJ Davis, and to the right of me, Mark Morrell. What's going on, D? Uh, same old, same old. Um, as we're getting back from this new year, getting all the shows, getting all of the podcasts set back in motion. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to show you something. I'm going to put it up on the screen in a little bit all over right. as our... Uh, promoting the show. If you guys get a chance, follow um, Mark on Twitter under XM Nightbuster. Um, yeah, follow me there, guys. And also follow me at Dietrich Davis on Twitter.com. I'll make sure to put the Twitter links, which will be clickable in the description for us. Um, I know it's clickable through iTunes, and I know it's clickable through Spotify, but I'm not sure about anything else. Google seems to like just completely disrespect everybody's podcast. Um, I don't know why. Um, trying to make sure we get up on iHeartMedia. That seems to be the hardest one. They didn't respond back. I'm going to just send out another form and application. All right. Um, that was really most one of the most important things. But as we're getting the new year back, as we're getting back from the new year, we're getting grounded. Um, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Yes, it is. Um, I'm trying to make sure that we pump out 100 episodes. It's easy. We record once a week. Mm-hmm. Um, also going to be doing... Uh, we're going to definitely go back to doing live. I meant to tell you, we did test going live on Twitter. Okay. On the on the important nobodies, the feed ran through perfect. So we're going to start doing live on uh, Facebook Watch okay. and going live on Twitter. So I know i got to have plenty of beverages to stay up. Yeah. Well, no, I think we'll do like one or two shows and then the rest will be backlog and then re-upload to... Right. Facebook watch, but we're not going to do it during the. You live in the neighborhood now, as we say, as we can officially say. Word helped you get an apartment not too far from here. Here, so. go, here, here goes the neighborhood. Yeah, so he, you know, actually the whole podcasting team is literally within blocks of each other. <laughs> Facts. Um, people who listen to wrestlers with experience no don't know, but Daisha lives literally across the street. Okay. Um, Justin lives up the block. All right. Um, Tamu lives in Queens, but right. she's that's not an issue. Okay. Um, you're now down the block. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's a uh, the whole hub, ironically, is just in one circle. And the person that we might be doing a comic book podcast with, he lives a couple of blocks down. But we may have been talking about that for years. But right. Now that we're on a roll, I wanted to establish these shows before I establish more shows. Right. Um, the network's getting big, man. So, so it, that's just how it is. Yeah. If anybody's so, if you're on our Twitter or on our iTunes feed, if you saw the ratings look like they disappeared, it was a big technical issue that got fixed yesterday. Okay. I took care of it very early in the morning, so they're placing our rating system back, so don't treat us like we didn't put no numbers up. Mm. <laughs> we did. It's just that things had to rebalance themselves. Absolutely. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy with last year's content. We pumped out a good 39 episodes. I'm 100% happy. How do you feel about last year's content? I think last year's content was good. You know, we found our sound. It was a, it was a walk, man. You know what I mean? Like, and sometimes, you know, the, the the road sometimes isn't smooth in the very beginning. You're going to stub your toe every now and then. But we knew that we kind of knew that that we, we had to develop what it was going to be. And we knew it was going to be a bunch of mishaps and figuring shit out, which we did. Mm -hmm. Um, but overall, um, it was the best ride of the year. I re- honestly, I w- think I'm so. very proud of this. You know, yeah. it may seem corny, but I'm proud of this. Uh, these thirty, these thirty nine episodes we get. So, you know, my goal is, you know, maybe we could pump out a hundred episodes this year. I mean, it's not like it can't be done. We record multiple episodes mm-hmm. a week. Um, I was thinking about doing, or us doing quick shot updates during the week. 
like when we get when we find out wrestling news, you have a recording system in your neighbor in your home. Mm-hmm. I have a recording there. system, and you re- uh, recording updates of everything that's happening and putting it on YouTube. What do you think about that? That's not a problem. I mean, like like as much like as we'll I- go back and forth. We're both in the crib. Like, hey, can you cover this real fast? Mm-hmm. You plug up, record the audio. Which you get, you have a USB mic. Record the audio and mm-hmm. throw it up in there. You know what I'm saying? So, right. I'm thinking about literally doing that and you know creating a video to put over it, a, 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 a 20 second movable video of me and you mm-hmm. that repeats as they get this one or two or three minutes worth of information. Exactly. Um, because the news is out there. Everything's been happening rapid fire since uh, the closeout of um, December. So right. looking at the way that things is moving now, because you know we're we're in uh, January now, mm-hmm. and uh, things are happening. You know, a lot of things is taking place. A lot of a lot of moves is going on. And with that being said, let's jump into like um, a good portion of what's been cracking for the last. Well, couple before of weeks that, before we you that. was telling me you had a Soul Glow moment. Oh yeah. And if people don't know Soul Glow, you got to watch. It's coming to America. But what was your Soul Glow moment? Okay. Uh, so yesterday, you know, I went to go get my dreadlocks done, you know, mm-hmm. get my naughties back, ladies and gentlemen. And um, I forgot that I had like all this uh, uh, like castor oil and coconut oil and vitamin E all up in my hand and everything, mm-hmm. right? So normally when I rest up and sleep, I sleep with the stocking cap on, you know, on my hair and everything and I'm good to go. I didn't sleep with the stocking cap on this morning. I get up this morning and I look. And I see... And you soaked your girl's pillow. I soaked the whole doggone pillow. Like, I'm looking what at What did it, she I'm say like, to you? She's like, oh, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> so I'm, I'm over here embarrassed. I'm like, damn. Why well, I feel like I'm in a Soul Glow commercial and I just heard the Soul Glow music just bouncing, bouncing in the back in of my head, head yeah. and I hear the high the, the, the high pitch falsetto right, going on. Right, unfortunately, we can't, we, we can't sing the song because, you know, these companies yeah. are ash ho-ish on their bullshit. But anyhow, and just for the record, Soul Glow is not a real company, right? <laughs> it's <right>. fictional, <laughs> right? Um, so, a- also something I'm thinking about doing, um, running live music on our YouTube channel whenever there's no content up, 24 hours a day. Okay. As you see, building, I had finally used those monitors I bought. Right. So I put it together because I was getting the server and stuff ready. Because I'm looking at everything right there. I was about to say, like, man, Remember I'm really those, impressed with the, what's going on. Yeah, that was everything. Remember, that was the shit in the boxes. Okay. And then the mini server is there and this, that, and the other. Okay, okay. And we're waiting for the eGPU to come because uh, Justin was getting it custom built. Okay. So... Um, that's just so I can use each monitor to run it. But I'm thinking about running like music 24 hours. So the part, what I'm trying to think, I'm thinking about just doing is a 24 hour live stream YouTube channel. And it is then only interrupted when we put our shows up. Okay. So like when we're doing this, they would get a live feed for so many hours and so many shows. And they will see like news going back and forth. like Yeah, I could do a crawl at the bottom and stuff like that and everything. So, you know, I was like, I remember everything was in boxes Mm -hmm. in the other room. So as I was getting this together, I said, let me do this because the office may not happen until mid this year. Okay. Um, yes, people, there will be a physical office where we will have cameras and everything running and this, that, and the other. Right, right. now we do that out of the, the comfort of this living room mm-hmm. and uh, we put in a lot of work and it is an annoyance at sometimes to my lady, but I got to do this work. Right. And I have no excuses for failure. But that soul glow moment is crazy. Yes, it is. Um, I think you should. Te- I hope you have a stocking cap that's permanently there now. Uh not yet, but I will. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or set it to the store for a do rag. Yeah. <laughs> or are you wearing a bonnet, my nigga? Bonnets, nah, son. I don't wear shower caps. <laughs> you know, grown men can wear bonnets. You know, technically Jamaicans wear netted bonnets. 
Well, yeah, they do. You know what I mean? But I'm, I'm just saying, like, well, I, I, when I think of bonnets, I think of like them shower caps, man. I think of those, uh, you know. They don't. You can get you get a soft cloth bonnet. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Just but don't take seen, no I, picture with it. I seen the I seen those 100 foot do rag silky silkies. You know what I mean? So it's like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I, whatever whatever suits makes the heart flow extremely well. You if you like it, I love it. Hey, um, it is what it is, man. But um, let's get into some general news about what's happening in the business of professional wrestling right now. Let's talk about it, man. Um. I don't we uh, uh, don't like talking about death on the shows. It brings numbers down. Everyone thinks it brings it up, but Mean Gene Oakland did die. Yeah. So I will give a simple. Let's give him a simple rest in peace. Right. Um. Hope they buried him with a microphone. All the way that he wanted to go out. Yeah. Um. But I bring up Mean Gene to bring up something. Was this a Hulk Hogan redemption story? No, it wasn't. Because I really don't feel he belonged there. Nah. I mean. Yes, they did phone in some some audience chairs. Mm-hmm. They, when the, the booze were coming, they were covered with some chairs. Right. Um, I think he disrespected a whole culture of people, and it's not because we're African American or this, that, and the other. I think um, he was just in a drunken state of mind. He was going a through drunk his stuff. tongue tells no t- t- tells no lies. Right. You know, it was what it was. The liquor brought him the courage, and and um, and I think he always had the courage. I think it's just one of those things. It's not the first time we heard that Hulk Hogan might be this type of person. It really doesn't matter at this point, right? But the reality of the situation is, Hogan came out, and he, he did his thing. He yeah. cut his promo. Mm-hmm. He cried a little. Whatever. I have no emotion for Hogan. To me, if I saw him, I would literally probably smack the shit out of him to him suck a dick. Um, suck a black one. No, because he wouldn't. <laughs> okay. So I'll give. Yeah. I mean, but he's used to sucking Vince's, right? Or Mean Gene, if there's any real truth to or, that. Or Pat Patterson's. Or Pat Patterson's. You know. Yeah. Now, if Pat Patterson die, I may shed a tear. Of course, you know. Because that's something. Even though I don't like to talk about death, there's a whole episode you could just do on Pat Patterson alone. Right. Maybe we should be preparing for the Pat Patterson death episode. <laughs> I'm just saying. But Hulk Hogan came out. Um, I'm glad you said that you didn't think it was a redemption story. It like, came off in the beginning like they were trying to get his merchandise back up and running and I, this, that, and the other. I like the fact that he came out there with the Mean Gene Mania shirt. That was pretty pretty cool because it took I would have back- appreciated him coming out with a shirt that says shut up and, and wrestle, which yeah. is a famous statement that he would say. Now, the thing is, is that, you know, that was a shirt that him and uh, Gene wore when they had their tag match against... Uh, mm-hmm. George Steele and Mr. Fuji right. in Minneapolis. So I can see the I see the significance with that. I like the fact that uh, you know he paid tribute to him in that that magnitude. But overall, I mean, I don't see it as a redemption piece for Hogan because he's back on North American it's television. Funny. Now, see, this is why I have to call it a redemption piece. Now, it wasn't up there before, but what's officially up right now? Hulk Hogan merchandise. The day before I looked, this wasn't up on WWE.com. You're kidding me. No, no, stop playing. Even NWO was just Hall and Nash. Really? They got Hogan merchandise up there. This wasn't up there the night, the night, the the, the, the night he showed up on Raw. Mm. Go to WWE.com and type in Hogan. So this is where this is okay, so this is where I'm gonna have to say Vince is slick. This is this is literally redemption. Hogan comes out. He gets a little bit of a chair. We're going to do this nice and slow and steady. And all of a sudden, minutes after this, he comes out, this fucking Hulk Hogan merchandise up. Wow. 
Well, See, that's the dirty shit I'm talking about. If if you was really standing tall and defending the boys, he would have no merchandise. Now Hulk Hogan has legit official merchandise on WWE.com. Wow. About to see this. About to see this for myself. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, click on it. Oh, no, no. I don't even have to click on it, man, because I'm looking at it right now. I see it myself. One, myself. two, three, four, five, six, seven pieces of merchandise already. Wow. Let me do this again. <laughs> you just double checking? Double checking. That's right. Mm-hmm. Got it. And this is a current picture of him, too. No, that's his old picture, man. <clears throat> this is this is an old picture of Hogan. Well, I mean, they're sitting on mountains of Hulkamania stuff, so the, fuck that. And it's only and it's just only his Hulkamania shirts. That's for now. The, for now. Let's not talk WrestleMania time when they come out with the books and the vignettes. Oh yeah. They're that, gonna the the re, this is this is what I'm talking about. The redemption, the reintroduction, the reintroduction of Hogan into the market. Mm-hmm. The question is, a guest spot on WrestleMania, Hulk Hogan and WrestleMania running wild shirts, this, that, and the other. Yes, people, we will have a shirt coming from uh, wrestlers with experience to pro wrestling tees at the top of March. You get what I'm saying? Like this is, I don't, I'm not, I'm not digging and I'm not conspiracy fearing. But why is it that the night, the night of, which was a few weeks ago, was about two weeks ago, of Mean Gene's death. Hulk Hogan merchandise went up. I checked the website an hour before. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. I checked it before the commercial break. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. This is not what we think it is. Wow. Let's accept it. But if they put, I said, if they put one piece of merchandise up there, then Hulk Hogan, then the WWE and Hulk Hogan has used this moment to reintroduce a person who has disrespected African American men. And woman talents saying the only black man, only nigga my daughter should be sleeping with is a rich nigga. Yup. I don't know what to say. I, I don't know what to say from here. But how do you feel about seeing this? Now, we just said it wasn't a redemption. And I was inclined to agree with you because I didn't see the merchandise. Now we're sitting there and we're merchandise strong. I'd have and this fe- is just the beginning. I'd have been feeling much better to buy a Hulk Hogan t-shirt from ProWrestlingTees.com from this fucking place. Anyway. Yeah, and I'm not going to buy, and I own, well, I got given a few Hulk Hogan shirts when I had went to a show and met up with a friend of mine. I got a Negro Mania t-shirt. Does that count? Hey, that might help him boost his sales. <laughs> but the point, but the point is, it's just, it's a little bit, you know, disturbing that immediately you niggas is pushing this Hogan merch again. Mm-hmm. You know, but it is what it is. Moving forward, um, just to talk about general news. Oh, and let me before I move forward, with them selling WWE merchandise and with the climate of the world today, is this saying that WWE supports racism? Or does the voice of racism mean more because he can sell merch versus protecting your African American male and female talents? That's the question we have to ask. Mm. To me, he shouldn't even be allowed back in the company. Mean Gene or not, sorry, brother, it doesn't work for me. Which right. is one of his lines that don't work for me, brother. I mean, if he would have, if he would have given, when he had the opportunity, when he came back there, when him and Jimmy Hart came there last year to speak to the talent, 
at the pay-per-view, he should have given a sincere, a sincere apology to all of the wrestlers, and in particular... He banged his man's wife. There's nothing sincere about Hulk well, the, Hogan. Well, of course, but I mean, just the overall of just saying, like, you know what, guys, I'm sorry. I'm, I apologize for offending you, offending, offending, um, you know, you know, offending people. For saying you think he should have did that in the ring and apologized to fans because they're African American too? Yeah, he should have. And and African American athletes worldwide. Yes. Because basically, the nigga Rodman, who you made money with, is is is, is a nigga. Is a basketball nigga at that? Right. So that means it's okay for Rodman to smash your wife, your daughter. Now you know what it's I mean. Whoever can get to the bitch, right? So. But I think yeah, maybe he should have apologized to the to everybody during the moment he had during his tribute with Gene. But you know, I mean, maybe you could have booked the angle or the black guys beat him up. But then that would have looked racist, and we would have made we would have put Hogan on a pedestal. And he because Hogan, let's be for real, he's a wrestler. Every wrestler looks for a comeback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and. And and and, and he would use Mean Gene, and uh, we don't know Mean Gene per- personally. What if Mean Gene would say, "You better work him until the day I die"? And ironically, ironically, I would think that other wrestlers would have said, "Well, yeah, this is a-. other wrestlers who are friends with Hogan would say, like, look, this is just like what it is in the match with him. This is going to be his comeback." I don't know. It's just a weird question to say: Does WWE support racism, or does WWE is this a support for racism? It's like we we talk about the art, not us, but. Looking at these whole R. Kelly allegations, I'm I'm at the position in my life where I can no longer se- separate, and I'm using this as an example, not for us to talk on, but I'm, I, I'm I can no longer separate the man from the artistry because technically, 100% of your artistry does come from the man, and of all these years that he's looked at black kids buy his merchandise and black mm-hmm. men buy his merchandise and sold out in black states and this that and the other, yep, you literally just spit in my face, and technically you took my money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So those those are things. Those are things. Those are those little details. And maybe 20 years ago we would have forgiven him, but the climate of the world is different. Mm-hmm. And like R. Kelly, I can't separate the man from the music. And I'm not saying Hulk Hogan is R. Kelly, two separate things. But I'm just used to saying the like people can't celebrate separate Kevin Hart from him using calling someone a fag. Right. And a lot of people feel feel a certain way about Kevin Hart doing what he's done, but. Kevin Hart also feels a certain way. Right. But see, Kevin Hart apologized so many times. But here's Hogan, who he's saying something truthful. And we don't know if Hogan was drunk. Hogan will allege that he was drunk. But you did this live on the radio. And they sat on that audio quietly. They protected you. So something went wrong that they stopped stopped protecting the audio. Mm -hmm. But that is what that is. Um, It's just we we just see is Hogan's merchandise is back up. It is what it is. Um, I'm not. I'm not even going to be mad at it. It's not my company, therefore it wasn't my call. Right. Um, I own Hulk Hogan merchandise, which was given to me. Whatever it is, what it is. What can you say? The most. Of I would anything, have liked to never have heard that from him. Right. The ever. most of the most of anything that I ever own that I do own of Hulk Hogan or any of his images <clears throat> will be nothing more than. DVDs of his matches from New Japan Pro Wrestling, mm-hmm. his WWE DVDs, right? You know, which are all sitting in uh, limbo right about now. Yeah, we know why. We'll you know, talk about but, that on another day. But that's all that I have of him. Yeah. Now, if I want to see anything with Hogan, where I can appreciate his match work, you go. You, you know where you New, can get I'll it. Go to New Japan Pro Pro New Japan World and just watch. Right. Um, moving forward, 
Kenny Omega is now officially the biggest agent in, w in, in WWE, to WWE, to AEW, to ROH, and to New Japan. To he the is, whole world of wrestling. Yeah, he is He is the power player, right? He's, right? he's a major power player in contract negotiations. It has been said that WWE clearly had put their best foot forward, which means they put a lot of money on the table. Mm -hmm. Um Obviously, AEW is having their conversation with them, mm -hmm. um, which will probably put more money on the table right? Um, with health benefits, which right. we'll talk about on the AEW episode. Mm -hmm. um, it's The ball is in his court. It is. Let me ask you a question. Where would you like to see him go? I want to see Kenny Omega go <clears throat> to the place where his career can flourish the most. Mm -hmm. I want to see Kenny go to the place where he's going to be the most happiest. I'm going to want to see Kenny Omega go to a place where he's concerned with being able to tell his story inside the ring um, without the confines of five to six or maybe even seven producers telling him what he can and cannot do so inside the ring. So let's, let's, you went around the river to grandmother's house. Let's cross the river. You picking his place. Where is he going? AEW. I mean, I don't want to sound cliche. Now, we notice we both didn't have him, ironically. Right. We don't know. Exactly. And I think we and you, without even speaking to each other consciously, did not put him on that roster. Exactly. I mean, now, here's the deal. He can stay in New Japan Pro Wrestling, mm -hmm. but as he stated, he doesn't want to wrestle under Tanahashi. Maybe this is just storyline, like Sean yeah, and Brett. Yeah, everything's a work. You know, everything's a work. You know, it's like it's like Sean and Brett, but he feels that. That's a nice way of saying I don't want to be there if I'm not world champion. Exactly. You know, I don't want to be here if I'm not getting the movie. I don't want to be here if I'm not getting this. I don't want to be here if I'm not getting that. Right. However, on the outside of things, him, Cody, and the Bucks together in AEW, a new format, a new. Promotion here in the United States of America, this is where Kenny would be at. Mm. Him being in the States wrestling for the E would be a stagnant move for him. He'll get that one or two main event match. He'll get that big money. Mm. You know what I mean? And that's only because that'll keep him from going to AEW, who's keeping 100. Mm. Also, you know, he wrestles this one particular deal, but then how do you bring him in? Like how I mentioned to you. He's, they, too, he's so fucking huge, it's a problem. So, like, you can't bring him in. No, he's not going to be at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, so let's... I mean, he can, le he can legally do it because that is a Japanese contract. Right. It's like Brock with to go wrestle for New Japan. Right. He can do what he want at this moment, but I think he's going to respect honor, the, the He's going to honor the contract. He's mm -hmm. going um, to honor Jado. He's going to honor um, Harold May. And Tiger Hitori, he's going to honor them. And um, Sugar Biyashi, he's going to do all those things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, business-wise, Kenny's not a, 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 a not, you know, not going to do anything dumb wild like that. But, like, I, like I've told people, if Kenny comes to the WWE, he only has maybe four potential main event markups that he can have matches against. Maybe and, five, and give it might take. be less depending on who's leaving WWE. Exactly. So, which we won't know until after WrestleMania season. Right. So, you put him in there with Seth Rollins. Okay, right. that's going to be one hell of a match. Mm -hmm. You put him in there with Samoa Joe. Okay, one hell of a match. You put him in there with Rey Mysterio. Okay. Hell of a match. And WWE doesn't do long. And Kenny Strength is long-term long -term, booking. Exactly. He's never good in any short-term anything. Exactly. Um, you put him in there with AJ. Okay, very good. Finn Balor, very good. Nakamura, very good. Um, after that, 
who who uh, Cesaro, yes, but after that, who else do you do you have? Kenny Omega versus Sheamus? Maybe Alistair Black, if that. Maybe, okay. Maybe Champa. Uh, I can never say his last. Um, say his last um, name correct. Champa. Champa. Maybe. Maybe okay. Champa. Johnny Gargano. Go. Um. Gargano. If that. Uh. Ricochet. Adam Cole. If that. If yeah. if it gets there. Right. If it get. If it gets to those we don't, points. They they may be great. NXT come up to the main roster and be in obscurity in WWE and destroy right. completely. NXT is literally a different program. You're not going to see Kenny Omega versus Brock Lesnar. Get that out of the picture. Well, hold on. If the, if the money on the table is what the money seemed like it was, then yeah, you would get that because why Vince is not gonna Vince is in a position with the AEW game, and we're gonna talk about this. Mm-hmm. Jericho saying we're gonna talk about Jericho saying this is the biggest payday of his career. Right? Who knows what they offered Kenny now or what they're offering him? They said it substantial, more okay. than substantial. So what which now? means. You're, are you at that John Cena salary pay? Because that's major. That's major, of course. But now, here's what I'm saying. You put him in there with Brock. The Young Bucks turned down $2 million for six months, by the way. Plus a WWE produced version of being the elite. Which will be watered down. So, who knows? After six months, you can get out and no, not, and, 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 and no non-complete clause. Mm-hmm. That's pretty fucking crazy. Right. $2 million for six months, you're out. Or you fill out. That's what we call in the entertainment business for people who don't know. Cup of coffee. No, that's called the pay or uh, pay or uh, pay or play. Oh, okay. So I would call it a cup of coffee. No, no. The technical term in the business is literally pay or play. Okay. So whether I do not play or do not go, I still catch my paycheck. Okay. Um, those are very hard contracts to obtain. Yeah. And television, and film. Mm-hmm. And on Broadway, those contracts come around once in a fucking lifetime. Right. The AEW deal must be good. Yeah. If even the Bucks had to consider before they signed to something that they were creating. Right. I'm just making an example. Yeah. Um, And let me jump in here now with the Kenny thing. I'm going to say this and people are going to disagree, but, you know, my wrestling psychology is always based off of business, finances, and getting to WrestleMania and getting out of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. WWE has now, for the last five to six years, had a problem going into WrestleMania and getting out of WrestleMania. This, them announcing AEW was the smartest thing to do during the rest. This is WrestleMania season. Mm-hmm. Once January 2 hits, this is WrestleMania season. For the next three months, the information is wild. They could have announced AEW in May after WrestleMania. They didn't. They waited till now. They could have had Double or Nothing and announced their roster before Double or Nothing. Mm-hmm. They didn't. You're waiting to this time when the most when the wrestling is at its highest peak of point of conversation mm-hmm. around the world. Me and you are doing it right now. Yep. Um. And I know it's gonna sound crazy. I think Kenny should go to the E. I'm explaining two reasons why. I'm I'm listening. Him going to the E and becoming the WWE champion or the universal champion and then leaving the E after becoming WWE a universal champion would make him the greatest 
major fucking player in AEW. You understand my logic there? I'm I'm piecing it together right now. It's like if Jericho was to win the IWGP championship. It's not for him to say he's the greatest. History now labels him. IWGP, last of the WCW champions, WWE champion, undisputed champion, world heavyweight champion, intercontinental champion, United States champion, tag team, tag champion. team champion, cruiserweight, cruiserweight champion. champion. We're talking about more decorations than Booker T because Booker T technically is the most decorated champion. Mm-hmm. Move that aside. If Jericho won the IWGP championship, he's in a class that no one else can touch. But if Kenny Omega won the WWE and then later on won the Universal, and then he goes and, and then goes to AEW. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. You understand my logic there? Yeah. If I'm Cody, I tell you to go to WWE. Negotiate, say this is what they're offering me in AEW. I can only do this if I'm guaranteed the main event at WrestleMania. Because if Kenny Omega's at WrestleMania, the men still get the main event. Yeah. Kenny Omega versus Brock might be something that is needed. And you could take the belt off of Brock, though we know Vince don't want the belt off of Brock. Mm-hmm. But Kenny Omega, as the last match, this nigga is the closeout king. That's my name for him. Mm-hmm. The closeout king. And you know, and, and and I want you to think about that. Okay. Imagine Kenny Omega holding up the WWE Championship, the Universal Championship, coming down on one of the biggest physical stages in wrestling history mm-hmm. at one of the marquee events winning the WWE Championship, closing out maybe a one-year deal or having the same six-month option and then showing up at and then showing up at AEW to win their World Heavyweight Championship. Do you know how he... I'm not, I'm not saying I'm a genius at booking. I'm not a genius. I'm just looking at the logistics. Okay. If I'm Cody and I'm the Bucks, if I'm... And, and you're Kenny, if Mark has that same momentum that Kenny have, I go, Mark, I need you to go to the E. It is a matter of business that you go to the E. This is what they gave the Bucks. Go get that. Guarantee yourself the world title. Win the world title. Become unhappy, ladies and gentlemen, I'm doing quotations. Become unhappy and leave the WWE and show up to AEW. Or better yet, bring the world title with you. And let's throw that motherfucker in the garbage. War. Okay. War. Okay. Okay. Kenny's already said he don't need the WWE. His first experience is horrible. Mm -hmm. But what if you got Kenny to walk away with the Universal or WWE Championship, show up at AEW, and set the belt on fucking fire? Okay. I can see the potential in that. I found my cell phone, guys. I didn't know. I finally found my phone. You know that angle he was doing. Mm-hmm. He, find, he finally finds his cell phone, and uh, and he's setting the WWE Universal or WWE Championship on fire. Mm-hmm. I'm just using it as a promote as an angle. But what if you sent him there to go get the belt and come on home? I'm be, just using yeah. it. I feel I feel as if Kenny. People say Kenny don't need the WWE. I think Kenny does. Because Kenny, Kenny's already the biggest talent in the world, but with that, would, but I that would, title under his waist, I would swap it around to say WWE needs Kenny. Um, no, 
I'm gonna tell you why WWE doesn't need no talent right now. They have. They they're, have they're no longer a professional wrestling company. The sports entertainment. They're, they're not even that anymore. They're, they're a content creation company. Okay, but now here's 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 where I say with this particular thing why you know I'll go on it where I feel like he shouldn't be there mm-hmm. because what happens is Triple H decides to throw his name back in the ring. He goes, all right, I want to see how good this Omega guy is. He works him. He squashes Kenny. I don't. I, I think that the trick was with the Bucks. They was guaranteed the World Tag Team Championships at WrestleMania. Okay, like the Hardys, right? Right. So the Bucks are bigger than the Hardys. Well, yeah. The let's let's be for real. The Hardys boys' success really don't go outside WWE, and only Matt has real success outside of the E. But outside. it helped. But it helped them. Give the heart it helped the the Hardys helped give the Bucks the rub two years ago. Right, but still the Bucks were already bigger than them because these were the fucking young Bucks mm-hmm. who's turned down the WWE every fucking time. Right, right, and then did a little develop and then they did some dark matches for them and this that and the other. Book they talked on Booker T's podcast on how um, Booker T punked them mm-hmm. or some shit like that. They just didn't know what to do. They were eighteen years old. But when you come back and you look at these scenarios now and you look at these things now and you start looking at the Kenny Omega effect, mm-hmm. Kenny Omega going to AEW may sound great, but I want people to think outside of the chessboard. The, mo- the greatest chess players have the worst lives. I can disrupt, you can disrupt a chess player's life very simply by adding one extra square. Mm-hmm. I add one extra square to the board, and you cannot win. And I'm the guy who likes to add the extra square. I add an extra row, and you never win. Because a chess player is only designed to adjust the game within calculating the moves that are on the board. Okay. Real life has new squares showing up all over the place. Right. So to me, and and they only can focus on what's in front of them. They cannot think outside the box. Right. What if we're looking at the Kenny Omega effect as a chess game, when this is not a game of chess, this is a war game. And if you look at Vince, plays by war tactics. Mm-hmm. He beat Ted Turner playing by war tactics. He beat the U.S. government. He beat the U.S. government playing by war tactics, which means the only way to beat Vince is with war tactics. Vince is at his weakest. So if I want to deliver a blow to the person who ruined my father's career, if I wanted to deliver a blow to a person who who ruined Dustin's career, if I wanted to deliver a blow to a person who did this, that, and the other, me and Kenny have a sit down on some Putin and Trump shit, and you go over to the WWE. And brook it up. <laughs> right. <laughs> and you go get that championship. Right. And you win that championship, and you leave. I'm not happy. I got the same deal as the Bucks is six months. I'm not happy. Doesn't matter. The Fed is nine months and a half away from happening. Mm-hmm. You could win a title, drop a title, or leave with a title, and then have a later on signing agreement, drop a title into some fire or garbage can, and sign an AEW contract. They cannot stop that. Mm. That's what I'm saying. Okay. This okay. is a war tactic because eventually. Cody and the Bucks are going to have to go to Monday. Monday Night Football has not... Vince, Vince moved fun Monday Night Football. 
which means Vince has moved the Khan family over. Vince has definitely moved the Khan's family Monday Night Football over themselves. This is I'm 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 looking at something as a strategic war tactic. Mm-hmm. I know people may not agree with me, but I, that's just how I'm looking at the situation. Okay, I mean it's it's a pretty pretty good assessment. But there's a reason why they could have announced Kenny already. Right, Kenny, they, and Kenny could have said where he's going already, just like we've always heard other wrestlers say where they're going while they're under contract. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, I would use him as a war tactic, and I would use him as grand branding for my Fed. Um, moving forward, Chris Jericho wants to verse Tanahashi. Um, he's going to be versing him if I'm correct. His next big match, if I'm right, it might be they're saying at the Garden, which would be crazy. Chris Jericho, AEW representative. Um, wrestling Tanahashi at the G1 Supercard. What if he wins the world title? That would be insane. He defeating Tanahashi at Madison Square Garden for the for title the, for the be, IWGP. For the IWGP, it's not far fetched at this moment. It can happen, and, it, and this loss will not hurt. Excuse me. This hurt. This loss. Yeah, I was about would, to say the ice is coming straight yeah, through the headset. This loss would not hurt Tanahashi. It would actually make Tanahashi a little better. He 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 needs a he needs a new feud. He needs a he needs a he needs a greater foil, and this would be a good challenge for him getting into this brawl with Jericho for the IWGP belt. Jericho becomes the champion and says that he's bringing the belt over to AEW. Right. So then that gives the reason for Tanahashi to go and reclaim that belt before the G1 climax. Okay, so yeah, I can I can see the potential in that. You know what I'm saying? Jericho, Tanahashi finally becoming the champion he's supposed to, but then losing it right. to AEW, and it, which makes it look like the Bullet Club's whole feud thing mm-hmm. still is going on. Mm-hmm. And then not only that, it re-indu- reintroduces uh, Tanahashi on the world stage by him coming into the garden to do this. And and on top of that, we all know what's happening that weekend because it's WrestleMania weekend. Mm. So in order for a That would be the biggest thing happening. That would be be a big splash to take place if Tanahashi drops the IWGP belt to Chris Jericho at Madison Square Garden. Now, I want to make you laugh a little bit. It's funny they put Hogan shit back up. But take all of Chris Jericho's shit back down. And put him in the alumni section. They took him out the alumni section. Go look that up, dear friend. Well, you know, uh, navigating through the MacBook. <laughs> go, go look up the alumni section. And when you find Chris Jericho, you let me know. We'll wait right here on the podcast for you. Just, just, you know, this, this is just me doing some research. Jericho is out the alumni. They got him in the future endeavor one. Okay, WWE alumni. Uh, let's see here. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Take your time. We got we got all the minutes you need. As the people here has here, you watch, you look. I want you to find that. What the. F- Jericho was even removed out of the clips of Raw and SmackDown. Yeah, that opening. I that I know. He's off the roster completely. Yeah, damn. Mm-hmm. Not even in the alumni where he was. 
wait, wait, wait. He was in two spots, on the roster and on alumni. Let's look at the WCW alumni, because he's WCW also. He's gone. So where the hell they got him at? They removed your boy from wrestling history. They scrubbed him? Completely. But wait, but well, hold up, though. But Sam Punk is there. How, how do you? How he ain't do, signed the AEW yet. No, I'm just saying, like, uh-huh. how do you how do you scrub Jericho, but you scrub CM Punk, <laughs> you know? And bring back Hogan. This shit ain't right, bro. This shit is not right. Mm-hmm. They play and playing. Exactly. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, what you hear is Mark going through his computer, looking on his web browser, oh, looking for the Jericho God. history. Not a damn. Mm-hmm. Damn, they got the honky tonk man in WCW. What? The barge. Oh, damn. Wow. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Let me. Let me. Okay, Chris Jericho. Let's see here. Show me something good. Uh huh. Not a goddamn thing, Craig. Not a goddamn thing. That's a line from Friday for people who don't know. Moving forward, okay. As Jericho, as as, as you're the gonna find a couple of like Twitter. Jer- Jericho's fired up. Fired up at, at uh, Becky Lynch. Yeah, Undertaker versus Jericho versus Big Show World Championships. Yeah, series and they've been wiping more and more shit as time has gone by. Ooh, wow. In the last few days, they've been wiping more and more of his shit out. Oh, you know when a wrestler does something wrong and they merchandise go into the for sale section? Yeah, not even. go Nothing in the shop. Wow. Nothing. Not a thing. No, no list. No nothing. Go look it up. Oh, wait a second. They got a Jericho Hallick retro t-shirt here. That's it. And that might be gone because that means they, they're getting to it. And it's at $15 right now. That is a damn shame. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try something else. I'm going to look for another Jericho item. It's gone, man. They got the Jericho Holic three-quarter sleeve raglan. I saw that. They have the Jericho and Chris Owens, um, Chris Owens, Kevin Owens epic moment set, 50 bucks. All of that is coming to an end. There was so much more. They got it down to exactly four items. Jesus. The Jericho Holic shirt, the Funko Pop toy, the Jericho shirt, the retro shirt, and the toy set. Other than that, it's coming to a complete... And there was at least 40 items up there before. Let me see this. So let's move forward. See, now that you've discovered that it's over with... Oh, damn. Fucking LWO stuff is up there. (laughs) So... Jericho's gone from the WWE listing moving forward. Okay. And there's a possibility of him becoming the greatest world fucking champion of all time mm-hmm. if he can win this title. Right. Um, I want to talk about Trevor Lee being signed to the WWE. Okay. He's leaving. In, I think he was on Impact, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lee is definitely now, uh, uh, he's signed with WWE. I don't know if he's going to be sent to developmental or they're talking about main rostering this guy. But he is definitely up there. He's moving forward. I kind of like that something is happening. And I want to talk about Impact for a quick second now that we went to Trevor Lee. I think he was there. I think he was there, one of their last um, X Division mm-hmm. champions. 
Impact is going through an issue again. If I'm right, they're trying to sell the company again. Right. Let me ask you a question. Does AEW buy Impact and screw WWE over on the library deal? Well, that would be interesting for them to do that. It gives uh it gives uh whatchamacallit another place to work. Mm-hmm. Uh Cyrus. Um Cyrus, I don't know what's going on with the company. You see and also Walter, um the wrestler Walter. Yeah, made his appearance at the um NXT UK show last night mm-hmm. in Blackpool. I thought that was kind of dope. I like Walter. He's one of those he looks like one of those old English gangsters. That beats yeah. everybody to fuck up. And I was shit just looking like that. at. I was just looking at him right there, just standing face to face with uh, Pete Dunn. Mm, oh yeah, I, did, I, I put it in my notes and stuff like that. Um, I'm kind of feeling this NXT UK mm-hmm. development. They just opened their development center, the NXT UK development center, which is major. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about that? I know you said it was kind of small, but in reality. It's well, big for the te- for the set of guys that they got. Yeah, it's big for the it's big for for the English, for the for the English talent to go and train. I was listening to Triple H uh, make his announcement. Mm-hmm. You know, I was listening to everything there, and how that they're really going to focus on building up that European brand over there. It's, it's good for them to do. It's smart. And then I guess with the the model that they're using, this is going to be the same exact thing for uh, their German. Um, developmental center, mm-hmm. their um, Asian developmental center, their South American, well, I Mexico. Think, um, yeah, this is setting the tone that they're going to be hitting at least a few more countries. Yeah. But maybe not this year, but by next year, there's going to be, I think they're going to introduce two countries next year probably. Okay. In my personal opinion. Um, what do you think those countries are going to be? If they're smart, Japan, and I would not be shocked if they chose Africa over China. Okay. China wrestling market is slowly growing. Mm-hmm. It's always been in the background there, but I got a funny feeling, and I believe when I say Africa, I mean South Africa. Right. Um, I honestly believe Japan might be the next move. It's the smartest move. Okay. Because Japan is, WWE is loved big time in Japan. Well, what about South Korea? Nah. Or Taiwan? Because Taiwan has a... I think Taiwan has a pretty decent uh, market of then wrestling. They, they would have to come to Japan. Yeah. You got to think about safety, mm-hmm. po- politicalness. Yeah. Safety, this, that, and the other. I honestly, God, true, God, true. I honestly, my personal opinion, believe that it would be the smartest move. That they do Japan? Right. And did you hear about Frank Mir debuting in um, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport Federation? No, I did not. So Frank Mir officially made his first wrestling appearance. Um, I think he had his first match. Frank Mir is transitioning into the business of professional wrestling now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he did take a... I don't know if you ever seen his fight with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I think I saw the fight. Not the one he lost, the one he won, the one he lost. He's 39 years of age, mm-hmm. um, six foot three, 260 pounds. He is not a small dude. He's a big dude, and I don't know... What's going to be happening? I don't like Josh Barnett's uh, blood sport wrestling. Mm-hmm. I've never been a fan of it, but I get, I guess Frank Mayer is doing business over there. Um, and that's what it's shaping up to be. Okay. So, so uh, this is so blood sport, um, blood sport wrestling is going to be more of a strong style. Um, grapple. You, I've seen it, you've seen it before, right? 
I've seen Bloodsport, but I mean, I've never seen Bloodsport wrestling. Yeah, I'm not talking about the film. I'm literally talking about they have a wrestling federation. Um, it's literally called Bloodsport. I've watched it from time to time. It's not one of the. It's it's just there. It exists. Okay. I got to take a look at that because um, I just also ordered, got a fire stick not too long ago. Mm-hmm. So I, there's a lot of stuff up there that's that's going on in, in the world of wrestling. Yeah, I was thinking about getting a fire stick or an Apple TV and jailbreaking one of them mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, we'll see what happens with this with this blessed, but it's it's because I know that I know that Matt Riddle did one. Well, he's st- that's why I that's when I discovered Matt Riddle. And it's it's a it's a decent fed. It's um, because his main event match he had Minoru Suzuki. Right. It was him versus Minoru Suzuki right. in one on one match. It's a cool. It's a decent concept. The you know the ropeless wrestling ring and and mm-hmm. sometimes ropes and this that and the other. I mean it's cool. It's just a different business of wrestling. Right. It's a different business of wrestling. There's no ropes. There's no this. So it's like they try to take the MMA cage, remove the MMA cage, and but don't put, put the a... wrestling ropes, but just left the floor base of the ring. Right. Um, it's a weird concept. It works in a weird way. Um, I don't see it catching on no time soon. But 39-year-old Frank Mayer, I think that's the direction he's going in. I think he's making a decent paycheck. I okay. do not completely understand. But... um. That's his fucking thing, yo. And I mean, more power to him. I'm, I'm when you get a chance, check it out. Okay, I definitely will. Um, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. We we hear some of the main events that are being booked for WrestleMania. We have Charlotte allegedly versus Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey. How do you feel about that? And do you feel? I personally feel. But, but let me just throw that in real fast. That Charlotte should be removed, and it should just just be Becky and Ronda. It should be Becky and Ronda, hands down, because it's like there's only but so many times you're gonna see Charlotte in a main event at WrestleMania. I mean, uh, you know, a fan recently said the only reason why they say Charlotte is one of the greatest is because she get more opportunities, but she's not a good wrestler. And I had to look at that tweet like, uh, Charlotte is the best wrestler in the company. And you want to keep the best. If you want to build the women's division, you keep the best wrestler mm-hmm. at the top. Right. Um, I don't think Bicky is one of the best wrestlers, but she got the best gimmick. Yeah. You, you know, know what I'm saying? She's, she is the female. She is the female equivalent to Austin at this point in time right now. I, I wouldn't even there, say that. But I'm just saying, like, as far as, like, her momentum. She's over for sure. Yes. Yeah. Like. Female ever- equivalent to Austin. You know what that takes? You know what type of sales you're going to have to have? Austin is more than just a character. That shit was sales. Mm-hmm. You gotta remember, he made Vince a billionaire. Yes, he did. Becky ain't. I'm sorry, we don't. I don't see that happening. Well, she just got the pistol shot out of the gate. She got the shot out of the gate right now. Yeah, but but Austin's pistol shot out the gate made Vince a billionaire. Mm-hmm. Becky is nowhere near being a billionaire. Right. You know, making Vince a billionaire. Vince is already a billionaire. I don't see her. I'm not saying that women can't do that. I'm just saying there's no right now. There's no mathematical evidence. Well, of Becky having that still the strong power. That yeah, that yeah. Okay, yeah. She got her nose busted. She did that. Like we knew that the blood on Austin's face in that match at WrestleMania 13 from during the Bret Hart match mm-hmm. by being hit by the bell by mistake or running. I think he got ran into the gate by mistake. Right. Um. You didn't know that moment was going to make him huge, but it was still the character development that 
right. took him. He was already getting there. Um, Becky Lynch character development is there. Did you see when her and Jim Avil, not Jim Avil, um Her and Cena? No, what's his name from LOD? Uh, her and Hawk, yeah. yeah. I mean, Animal, excuse me. Her and Animal. And Hawk was like, I sold out this, this, and this. But yeah, nigga, you never main event at WrestleMania, and this bitch is about to. Yeah. So, and honestly, the reason, truth, I think she's better than you. And all of this is because he's telling, he was telling the guys, step your shit up because the women are blowing you out of the fucking water. He, but he's right. That statement is true. Uh, the women are blowing the dudes out the water. But at the same time, when Belly, when Becky Lynch responds, he gets upset, and he didn't know how to handle it. No. And this is, you know, I don't want to call it male chauvinisticness or this, that, and the other, but he really, really could not handle that shit at all. So make sure you bring yourself away from that. I can hit a crackling. But um, yeah, indeed, he didn't know how to handle it. He, I mean, he didn't know how to handle it. He right. got emotional. He was in his fucking bag. <laughs> he was in his face paint. <laughs> yeah, the nigga, the nigga was in his bag. Uh, he was in his emotions. He could not handle it. He did not know what to do. He looked like he was ready he was cry. ready to cry. And Becky don't even realize he don't even realize he's getting worked by Becky because all she got to do is talk a little bit of shit, and all of these men go this, up in an uproar. This... Only person to bury her was Jericho because he understands it's a work. Yeah. I mean, it's the world of wrestling. This is a guy who's been in this game since 79. Mm-hmm. He should know this by now. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know what I want to see? I want to see Becky and Terry Funk go at it. It's a shame that Terry Funk's not on Twitter. but I don't think he has the mental capacity to argue right now. But... um. <laughs> But I mean, just just to see the both of them going back and forth. Him, I see, on his, him in his prime. Yes. And yeah. in, in the back of, in my in the front of my mind, I see it happening. Like mm. I like how I can see her and Sheik going at it back and forth. You, you, again, no filter. A man, a no man filter. who's mentally broken. Right. Right. I'm talking about. I want these men at their prime primes. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like when they, because you got to think about it. When when Terry Funk was 35 years old, mm-hmm. I don't think no one was shit talking more than him. Of course not. At least in his small world of wrestling, even though he's a great in the business of wrestling, in his small world of wrestling, ain't no one talking more shit than him. Oh, definitely, definitely, without not. question. Um, how do you feel about this three-way match at WrestleMania? I, I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I don't like it because, for starters, I'm to a degree I'm starting to get tired of triple threat matches. And Me I mean, too. It's like, I'm really. Because, I feel as if it's the easy way out when right, you don't have because, something for that third person. Because what happens is, is that the least likely person will be the one that's going to either win or take the pinfall in the match. And in this, and, is, it, and does it sound like they're trying to keep Ronda strong by not having her pinned? Exactly. That's exactly what's happening. You want to, you want to keep Ronda strong. Have Ronda, have Ronda lose a non-title match on Raw before the show before oh. hold on before before the show before a pay-per-view where she may be main eventing have her lose right. right non-title match a non-title match isn't gonna hurt for her to lose what happens is is that it then gives her the opportunity didn't she lose against Nia Jax she's not unbeaten no, she, no she's beaten Nia Jax she, I think she has a loss to Nia Jax no she doesn't you sure because if I'm correct she has one loss under her belt um I don't really don't think so. She hasn't. 
She hasn't like. That's how unimportant it was. She doesn't. She, I don't think she ever lost. You know. Let's see. Ronda Rosley win loss record. Okay. Here in WWE. Okay. Oh, her match listing and what you call it. Let's see. Yeah, they. I don't. Yeah, they say de- defeat, defeat, defeat. Well, they got this as fucking champion. I want to see her without the championship. Well, eventually someone will tally it up. Okay. They only got her MMA stuff. Right. Okay. And and what I'm seeing here is only her as champion win loss record. But anyway, moving forward, I think she has one loss before she became the champion. Hmm. Because you notice they're not saying the undefeated Ronda Rousley. No, she's not undefeated, but I'm just saying, like... Uh, it's definitely before she became champ. As champion, she has no losses. No. But moving forward, you were saying, get her a loss. Give her a loss. Let her suffer the slightness of a loss. And then make the comeback to go and get redemption. So let me ask you a question. You don't think they could do that at WrestleMania? Give her the big loss at WrestleMania, her eating the pin and keeping her strong? By her saying, um, letting, let's say Becky Lynch, Lynch wins, and you say, hey, fuck that bitch. Um, no one has ever beaten me up, and I never showed back up the fight, which is a true statement. Now, she might have lost that second time. Okay. But <laughs> in real life, but maybe, you know, maybe... A loss at WrestleMania is a, to me is a great loss. Yeah, because it might you're be the only time. Yeah, it might be the only time to properly have her lose a match. Mm-hmm. But I don't think WWE is going to let her eat the pin. No, the person that'll probably end up eating the pin will probably be, unfortunately, Charlotte. I was going to say Becky. Mm, I got a funny feeling Becky wins the title. Didn't uh, okay. This this incarnation of Becky wins yeah. the world title at WrestleMania. Okay, yeah, because I'm, because who's the bigger female in this business right now? Those are the two biggest females in the R- business. Her and Ronda. And technically, it's not Ronda getting Becky Lynch to WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania is Becky Lynch getting Ronda to WrestleMania? If this is going to mm-hmm. be a main event, right? So now you have that, but then you'll still have like all of the other women lost in the shuffle. Okay, they were already lost in the shuffle the moment Ronda showed up because they focused. It, it became the Ronda Rousey show, okay, which forced Becky Lynch to step up on SmackDown. Right. So, Sasha Banks, I don't, I don't want to see her nowhere near WrestleMania. I really don't want to even see her on the card. I do not want to even see her win the women's tag match titles. All due respect, I think Sasha's one of those people who thinks she's better than what she is, and she's hurt people in the ring. And I don't give a fuck what no one say. If you know someone has a neck injury, why would you kick him in the back of the head like that? Yeah. You saw the footage. I saw it, of course. To I me, to me, I don't know how you feel, but to me, that was targeting. And you're mad that someone else comes back and they get more momentum. If you're great, you never have to hurt one fucking person. Yeah. I mean, that's not how you do things in, in, in professional wrestling. That's mm. not how you do things in the sport of, of wrestling. Right. Um, which is kind of, you know, not to jump around like bird shit. That's the conversation that was being talked about Will Ospreay hitting on the back of the head of um, Ubushi. Yeah. And even though they said that's not what gave him the concussion, I don't think people... Have you ever been concussed before? 
No, I've never had a concussion before. Weird scenario. I've I've slipped. I fall on the back of my head. Right. Um. Oh, I'm at my doorstep in my at my old residence, but never been told if you go to sleep you're gonna die. I was. I mean, I was told that, but I'm talking about when you catch when you when you catch a concussion. If you go to sleep, <laughs> you may fucking die. You may I, slip into a coma. I was. I was told that. I was told that, but. That's never happened. I mean, oh, you mean you was told that about concussions? I was told that about concussions, right. but for me, like, like I said, I'm going back to uh, 2014 when I slipped on some ice mm. going into my apartment, and uh, luckily for me, I had a my hat on, mm. I, had, I was fully padded, mm. I was good to go, and I just realized first instinct of the fall, tuck in, bung. Right. So I took the bump on the <laughs> on on the. Uh, on the on the ice and everything mm. at my doorstep, but you never hit your head. I did not hit my head. So let, now let's go to a situation when a person has. I've been concussed before. When your doctor says do not go to sleep, it's a crazy scenario. Um, I beat a nigga up one time, and they said he had a concussion, and they had they was smacking him from keeping him from going to sleep. Wow. Um, long story behind the fight. It's a famous fight in Brownsville, but uh, I two then three pieced the nigga. Dug in his pocket, and then someone said, that nigga toes curled. When his toes curled, I got a little bit worried. I thought I killed him. Because, you know, when when you knock someone out, they feet, if their feet move, move like that, <laughs> dumb niggas is sleeping. Wow. Um. So I was a little worried. I said, oh, I'm going to jail for manslaughter. But I stood there. I said, we're going to find out. But long story, it was a bad situation. Um. It's a famous story on the block. People talk about it okay. now. Okay. But it's, um. long story short, when you when we now have the NFL with the uh, the CT testing, CET testing, however they label it, and with brain testing and this, that, and the other, and gray matter being created, you have to look at you know. And there's a lot of talk about him on Reddit that other wrestlers are talking, not liking to work with him. And that's why I asked you, you go on the wrestling subreddit. Trust me, you're gonna have to sign in, create an account, and find the subreddits. Okay. It ain't an overnight. <laughs> it ain't an overnight search. But you're not a Reddit user, are you? No, I'm not. But I think I'm gonna start having to become one. You're gonna. It's not an easy process to start finding the channels, but they're findable. Um, long story short, a lot of guys in the business talk about how dangerous he is. Mm-hmm. So I didn't like the comment he made. I saw on. Um, Lords of Pain, that they said he he's officially okay with shortening other people's careers. How do I try? How should how do you sign him to a major company when his logic is well? If I'm not going to shorten my career, I'll shorten someone else's career. Because I th- well, you know, there, there's no there's really no justification. No, I'm for not that. I'm not I'm I'm not looking for the justification. The, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to justify what what he's saying. Um. I knew that. I think that directly he took that as a shot to Dave Meltzer, because mm-hmm. you know uh, the whole world is telling him he's going to short his career. Right. He's fucking and himself especially up. Meltzer when he had the match with um, with Marty when he did the mm-hmm. uh, when he when he did the uh, the Spanish Fly or whatever it was on the um, the the ring apron, right? You know, and they they were they were talking about that. Mm-hmm. So I, I do recall that, and I do recall Meltzer saying that. And it also gonna, was a series of a lot of other moves he's right. been doing over the course of time. So they were saying how, like, if he keeps this up, he's going to be in the same position as Dynamite Kid. He's going to be paralyzed. He's going to be in a wheelchair. His career is going to be shortened. See, for once, can you disagree with Dave Meltzer? No, I can't. 
I mean, I want to disagree mean, with him. I mean, I like Osprey as a performer. I think he's, I think he's, he's good as far as like what he does. I mean, I remember you, you, you on Twitter you said bump that you won the title, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. But how do we celebrate someone who is now in the business of hurting other people, and he's been doing it for years, and it's kind of a mean streak that's been showing up. Well, maybe. And I brought I brought him up on purpose behind Sasha Banks. Okay, and and I think maybe because for this guy who's trying to escape out of the hold of a junior, he may need that mean streak. No, there's no excuse for hurting someone not, else's career. Not to hurt somebody. I mean, we're not talking to, about not, a personal mean streak, right. an individual who oh, is just. Okay. I thought you talking. No, about, I'm not talking about. I'm, we're removing gimmicks. This okay. man has been hurting other wrestlers around the world. Oh well, then you know what then. That's what that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm saying it's gonna have to be a different story. But I'm thinking that okay, on some old okay, this is some work thing. Okay, fine. Because <laughs> you need to have as a, as a wrestler, you need to have that edge. You need to have that aggressiveness. But still, the name of the game of the sport is get in, perform, be safe, get your paycheck, come back, do it again. Yeah, and, and better than the name of the game, the number one rule is is to protect the other wrestler's right. body. And obviously, no disrespect to him, but it seems like he has a lack of protection for the, sorry, for the other person's body, which is crazy. Um, rabbit punches are dangerous in boxing because that is the most dangerous place to hit a person is in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. And you're not seeing the hit come. Believe it or not, the brain moves. As a person who has uh, who been through it before, the brain moves left and right. Mm-hmm. So when you got this thing rocking against a skull and then an impact hit, the reason why you see a flash is because the brain moved. Right. So he's already suffering a concussion from earlier on in the match, and then you know he's on Queer Street. For people who don't know, Queer Street, street in sports means knocked out. Right. You know he's on uh, Queer Street. And then you continue to do moves, even though it was planned. Some you, you, It wasn't abrasiveness. And now you have a person who, okay, he has a concussion, he's out, he'll get better. But you know two or three concussions and it's over with. Yeah. Daniel Bryan's severe brain damage is from, what, six or seven concussions? Mm-hmm. That's, what is it? Every time he gets out the ring, he has to get his brain checked out? That's fucking crazy. Imagine every night getting your brain checked out. That's, you know how expensive that shit is? When we did my scam, mine was 30K. <laughs> you, 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 understand, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, this I shit understand. Is real. And I'm not saying it because I understand it and I understand brain damage. And I, and I do understand brain damage and I do understand concussions uh, to the T. But remember, they was trying to kill doctors. They tried to kill that African doctor who brought this to the NFL. Mm-hmm. And that's a conspiracy theory all in itself. And they try to do so much just to keep that concept out the NFL. Right. And Mr. what's the guy, Nowinski, who was in the WWE? Chris Nowinski, yep. Chris Nowinski. They don't even like talking to about Chris Nowinski in WWE actually, because of him bringing that actually, CTE shit to a- them. Actually, Triple H sits on that board. Now, right? Yeah. But, and he's and he's working with Chris Nowinski. But Vince seems nowhere near it. Mm-hmm. But again, we're, we're in a business where we're talking about protecting the talent. How do I how do I become a world champion if I can't protect the world champion? Yeah, you that's gotta just be, you got to be trusted to do what you do inside that ring, right? At all, you know, at all so, times, right? And and I like Will Osprey. I think he's one of the great talents 
and the business of professional wrestling. I think his fucking issues are is is that he thinks he has to kill himself to be great. You have dudes who are doing the you know Bret Hart makes a great point. Never hurt no one in the ring. Mm-hmm. But Bret looked like he was fucking everybody up. Let's face it. Bret looked like he hit everybody for real. Yeah, and Bret enjoyed getting hit for real. Why? Because he grew up around that style. Right, but he also knew work is a his work. punch had to feel like nothing. He, he, let's say he did get enjoy getting hit, and I've never heard him say that, but I did hear him say every time I connected with a person, they could never say they felt the pressure of my hit. Sometimes I'll give a receipt. I think he said that on, um, what's that guy's name from Canada? Who gives a fuck? Lance Storm? Um, uh, off the record, off the record with um. Okay, okay, okay. Right, right. Uh, for people who don't know, I watch thousands of wrestling interviews. I don't remember. You remember when we was at Jason's house one time, which is a good friend of ours, friend of the show. Mm-hmm. There was a CD that Maurice gave us. CDs it had like five hundred wrestling interviews on it. Yes, the shoots. I'm I, I'm up to like two hundred. I've listened to two hundred over the course of those eight years. Right. Um, the one thing everyone said about Brett. Barely felt him touch me in the ring. Mm-hmm. So with Brett, who looked like he was violating the people, yeah, um, <laughs> was light was light as shit. He was, he was light he, as shit, right? And that's the whole thing, just doing the thing, oh, you know. B- moving forward, I just wanted to touch on that, and I and I want Will Osprey to be safer with other guys because when shit hits Reddit, it's almost one hundred percent true, right? And when you get a chance, start finding the wrestling subreddits and this. Even though I, when I say subreddits, it's those reddits that go deep, deep, deep where the wrestling community is talking. Okay. Sometimes you'll hear, sometimes what's his name will be on there. What's that guy's name? Um, uh, Colt Cabana. Right. You'll catch him himself inside of those subreddits. Okay. So it's pretty cool. It's pretty, you, you, you'll get into it. It's a whole new world because it's the boys speaking and people connected to the boys legitly speaking. Yeah. And this is where this informa- a lot of information right, is I'll definitely, I'll definitely do that then. Um, I want to bring up something about a particular person. Juice uh, Robinson started a new stable last night. Called, I think it's called Bloodline. Something like that or Kings of Blood or some oh, shit like blood, that. Blood, it's like Bloodline. It's him. Juice Robinson, new David stable. Fen- David Finley. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tennille Dashwood. And like, um, there's two more people. It's two. There's like five in total. There's like two more people involved. Yeah. So, um, I think they're gonna be a babyface stable mm-hmm. in ROH because Jay Lethal came out and put them over. Right. You know what I mean? Um, because from what I gather, you know, you have wait, they're not a heel stable. No, they're not a heel stable. They're a babyface stable. Okay. Cool. Cool. So cool. you have like, you know, <clears throat> you have the the House of Truth. Well, they had that there. Mm-hmm. Um, you have the kingdom. You have um, a couple other stables there in um, ROH, and they're saying pretty much ROH is using the New Japan formula as far as like building up, building up stables. Or, I um, think it's or, smart. Or, or goons. That's you, one thing they have. New Japan has mastered the art of. Yeah, building a fucking stable. Right. So like, um, it's that that's a part of their lifeblood. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. So um, I do actually that's the name of the the name of the faction, Lifeblood. So, right. Yes, yeah, Lifeblood. I think blood. that's the name. Of it's Lifeblood. So that's a part of New Japan's um, functioning core. Mm-hmm. You had your Hisen Army, which is all the baby faces. Mm-hmm. Then you had your rivals or rebels or whatever. You had your Choshu Goon, and you had your Seki Gun, and you had all this and that and so forth. And then you look at it now. <clears throat> within the last few years 
your popular factions happen to be NWO Typhoon. Right. All right. Then you had CTU. Then you had GBH. Then you have Chaos. Yeah, they built they built phenomenal right factions for sure. You got Taguchi Japan. You have all you have all the stuff. So yeah, it would fit good to have this because now, and they need their roster replenished as we talked about um, on the roster building episode mm-hmm. of the AEW roster build episode. They need a fucking right now more than ever. I think both New Japan and ROH need to build up. They really need to build up their roster. You know what's funny? Me and you were talking over the weekend. I didn't say this on the last episode, but I'm saying this now on episode 40, but I'm saying it now on this episode. New Japan's roster is not that big. No. It's, it's really under 22, 23 guys. Exactly. And they don't even have a female division. No. and what's Which int- is weird because the best female wrestlers come the fuck out of Japan. But crazy enough, here's the deal. The Japanese market for women's wrestling is huge, to the point to where New Japan don't need to have that. Well, hold on, what, what, we're talking business now. If you're a business runner, you're talking, telling me you don't need to have a women's division. Well, in New Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling never really needed that. They never needed it. So if you think about it, with right? a roster of now officially less than eighteen people, what a, right? You need with women's with women's everything happening around the world. New but, Japan needs a woman's roster. But however, like I said, if you go back in the annals of time with all Japan, yeah, but we're talking pre- and L- we're talking present LWP day business and stuff like that. Um, and then you got Star and Shimmer. Like, why does New Japan need a women's division? Because New, New Japan does need to establish that it's not an all boys club. Number one, two. Again, some of the best wrestlers come out of Japan, and if you're if they if you're an owner of a Fed, you're not thinking you need a Grand Prix Women's Champion. Half of that, half of those people who sit in those seats, are women. fucking women, and they may have more women watching New Japan than they have men watching New Japan live in those. When I look at those builders, I see more female faces than a little bit. Point well taken. So when you look at that, your ticket sales should show. If I took all the credit cards to go separate credit card purchases from male purchases, I guarantee that they're probably at 54 to 60% female. So you know what? Okay. So now I have to say, based off of them, the purchasing power, they need that. Then two, a Grand Prix Women's Champion, now you got women who don't have just, what if they don't, what if women's wrestling is not good for them in AEW, no matter how beautiful it sounds? We know what it's like in WWE, mm-hmm. but what if a Becky Lynch went to New Japan Pro Wrestling and became a Grand Prix Champion? What if we had, what if we had a junior IW uh, 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 a, 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 a junior women's champion? Yeah, what, what would be the proper term for junior um, uh, it, for a woman? Um, it, it would be the. There's a term. I know the term. I just was saying it to someone. Joshi about, is the is the term for a woman. So you would no, have, but I would say, but what would be? They use junior as American. There's an American term for like. Then you could just say straw weight. Right. You can have the junior straw. IWGP championship. That would be the term for junior in boxing is for women is straw. So then you have tag team belts. You mm-hmm. don't need a never open weight championship for the females, but you can have that. IWGP and with these junior, giant uh, IWGP women's tag team right, title. And with this giant interchanging business of the United States, if you want your company to make money, then what you need right now is a women's division. Okay. That's so, the these uh, are the points I'm making. Right. We can go back in time and say they never need. Maybe that's what they do need because it's going to come a point. New Japan, out of this AEW thing, is going to take the biggest hit of everyone. Well, yeah. But now, 
but but bear in mind too, they're on their second stage of dark ages coming. Well, they have the well, yeah, but they're also looking to rely on the talent coming from the LA dojo. And I remember the first uh, week or so when they opened up the LA dojo, they did have like a couple of women come through and train there. But like I said, I really do not see New Japan Pro Wrestling having a women's division. Is it because you're basing it off of old times or because you just can't simply see the business of the future? No, I can see the business of the future. Because they're, su- they're going to suffer and they but need I'm, those women. But I'm just saying, though, that if you look at a lot of the shows at Currican Hall, which sells, which wrestling sells out all the time at Currican Hall, mm-hmm. the biggest show, some of the biggest shows that are selling out over there in Currican Hall are from the women's division. And I'm talking about Shimmer. I'm talking about Star. Yeah, but, but here's the beautiful part about that. Shimmer and Star don't got that fucking IWGP title. No. And they do not have the IWDP prestige. No, they do not. And they do not have the IWGP respect. And they do not have New Japan money. And they don't have New Japan money. But introducing right now, by next year's Wrestle Kingdom, the first ever international Grand Prix Women's Champion I'm talking about coming down with the Bale of Roses, the title belt presentation, women supporting women in Japan. Oh, there's a big women's movement in Japan. All of that happening. Then you get girls like Kira Hogan who can come over and become Grand Prix champion. Then you got girls like Martina, uh, Mercedes Martinez who would work perfect in a new Japan becoming a Grand Prix champion or competing on a Grand Prix New Japan Grand Prix champion stage. See, all these women that we're looking for, these it factors that we don't know where they belong. They can probably go over there and do it. Go to New Japan. (laughs) Shelly Martinez playing in that game ain't going to hurt. Now you got factions, and New Japan built factions. We're talking about real legit women factions being built from the Japanese in this. and and and, And what people love is to watch some bitches fight. We'll watch a woman yeah. fight in the yeah. street more than we'll watch men fight in the street. You know how we know? Axe Love and Hip Hop. They're killing WWE with ratings in the 20s. Mm-hmm. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay, so, so I'm, I'm, I'm looking a, at the... I'm going to get out, that, I'm gonna get out that, that frame of mind, that frame of thinking. I'm going to get out of that. Yeah, and I wasn't saying what you were saying was wrong. I just want to point out there's a market for New Japan and women's uh, uh, IWGP women's champion being crowned by next year's Wrestle Kingdom would be phenomenal. Well, Their own would, tag belts they would, would also, be phenomenal. They would also need to stack up uh, a, a two-day card because New Japan Pro Wrestle Kingdom is going to be two days. So, uh, well, they, they don't have to make it two days. No, but this is this is what they announced. Right, um, so... They're going to do two days, so they're going to have to do something to fill up both those, both so those days. So let's get it, because right now, you could type in women's wrestling on YouTube and the boom is crazy. Everything comes up. The boom is fucking crazy. So all I'm saying is not to be long-winded with it. We're, 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 me and you are long-winded well, Of course. Us. Well, yeah, because we got a lot of knowledge. Yeah, and, and <laughs> anybody who watch our show, if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Uh, listen to our show. But, um, yeah, but take a bath. No, but, you know, <laughs> women's tags, a never-open-weight women's championship, a, you know, and then you got all of these women rotating in and out of the United States. That would be fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Let's not talk about moving forward. The NXT UK uh, pay per view from last night, the t- their first ever takeover from the UK. Yeah. They introduced two new females coming down to the ring, debuting. They did that phenomenally. Pete Dunn retained his championship. Tony Storm 
is now the champion. She didn't win the championship last time because she was injured. But it seems like they got the person that they wanted to be their women's champion, their official women's champion. Right. And uh, last night, this morning, however you want to say it, uh, Zach Gibson and James Drake became the first ever NXT UK Tag Team Champions. That's pretty good that they were able to do that. Right. I think I, I like the way this is established. I just think we need second tier belts for the women's divisions now. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna no more, don't single the girls out. Give them a sec. Give, give them a second tier belt. You know, give them something to do. It's time. Right. You know, get you know the tag belts are coming into the WWE. This, that, and the other. Yeah. Let's introduce second tier belts for the females because not everyone can feud for a world title. And someone like Naomi would be a phenomenal tag champion. Yeah, I can see that. Imagine her and her husband as tag champions, but then her and someone else as tag champions, and then you got married couples who are tag team champions. Just something to think about. Side note, moving forward, uh, I hate to close out the episode like this, but we got to talk about Bobby Lashley and this (sighs) weak-ass intercontinental feud that he's in with Seth Rollins. They're well, forcing him on us, and okay. we missed the mark with Bobby Lashley. All no right. disrespect, we missed the mark. So now this intercontinental feud is basically worthless because number one, Seth's not Dean doesn't have a challenger. So now does this come into play as a triple threat match, which we're pretty much getting tired of? So you now, just literally said that I'm tired, and I agree with you. I'm tired of this triple threat game. We're talking about that with the WrestleMania main event, right? So now, okay. So, Bobby Lashley versus Seth Rollins versus can't. Dean Ambrose for the Intercontinental Championship. That makes look. That's I'm, uh, I can't bear with that. I I thought that they were looking to push Elias for the Intercontinental title against Dean Ambrose. Number one, Elias, who is a phenomenal fucking talent. Uh huh. Not being pushed. No, of course, because he, he was being squashed by. Um, Lashley every other week and then he was also being beaten up and accosted by um, chief asshole number one Baron Corbin every mm-hmm. week actually I think we need to I think I would like to market some shirts about how much Baron Corbin flops um, I agree he's uh, all up in the, in the damn picture I thought that he was going for that but again he I thought I don't know it would be stupid to see this thing take place but this is what the E is doing, man. I'm just not. <sighs> I mean, you're right. They missed the mark with um. With he should have immediately ran up against Brock. But even if you even if you dubbed it, that should have been. Brock's not there. You could have had him cutting promos for Brock for at least six fucking months. Right. Let him have a run in. Let him lose to Brock, or let him win by disqualification. Yeah, I mean, and this, get Brock out of that ring. This you is did what it with I, him and what's that guy? Uh, What's the big nigga name? I Braun. Think. You did it with him and Braun a thousand times. You could have gave one of those to Lashley. So Braun is going up against him at the Rumble, right? Again, another WrestleMania. Remember, last year's WrestleMania was them again. Okay. Was them last time. So it's the double, it's the same main event from last year's Royal Rumble. So now you're doing this so that so that Brock can get the win. Okay. Um. Freaking those two should at least maybe I would I would like to see them have a one off. Something has to something has to be done in order for people to say, okay, I want to tune in to see Bobby Lashley go for a championship against Brock Lesnar. Yeah, it has to be done. But if not, then then just regulate him to something else. 
Don't even put him in the Intercontinental Division. Don't even do that. He doesn't belong in that division. It, I, this is where you say put Bobby on SmackDown and let him run for the world title. But you know, a black man has never, black skin has never touched that e we, belt. We, and you know what? And we still have to talk about that we, on we a gonna, further we episode. Gonna, we gonna, we gonna talk about that real soon. I don't know how soon, but we are gonna talk about yeah, that because that hasn't left my mind. But the, you know, the last I will say ooh, this: I'm a lace, I'm a lace, I'm a lace. This thing when we talk about it. But um, I wanna, I wanna address something like really, really strong. Go not ahead. strong here. Um, not it's not really, really strong. Bobby Lashley should go to AEW. Okay. And I'm going to tell you why. Fresh start, right? Because in Impact, he was a fucking champion. Mm -hmm. And in WWE, they're treating him as if he just got into the business. Right. And I think AEW is the place for Bobby Lashley. I think he could be their world champion with no fucking problem. Mm -hmm. Lashley can wrestle. And fans like Lashley. Yes. And if it's going to be based off of the scale of things, it makes more sense. I don't think having all of this bullshit come together... And it not and and do nothing for him, because what's WrestleMania looking like for Bobby Lashley? Well, he's gonna win the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. Well, we all saw what happened to every other winner of the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. And when it comes to Brock, when it comes to Brock, maybe Brock, if he's not gonna defend the title, Vince, pull out your checkbook, write that hundred and seventy-five or two hundred and fifty grand a night, and sit him at the top of the mount at the rampway of Raw. As if the king is watching men compete for his title. Or since Brock is not there, start creating three and four more long tournaments to determine who are going to be the number one contendership. Mm-hmm. And have it. And Brock was supervisor. So at least you're getting Brock up there at the top of the ramp with the title every fucking week. And he's sitting up there in a throne chair. Him and him and uh Paul Heyman sitting there watching beers, everything. Have some people bring him out food. Make it a full fucking presentation <laughs> okay, okay, okay. where he sits out there for the last hour of the show. And just watch these guys go at it. Right. And then finally, when he gets to the number one contender, he stands up, looks, points, gets off the fucking stage. And then you don't have to have Brock up there for a month. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we need more Brock because, unfortunately, Brock is so big that putting that title on anyone else will make it look like it was a mistake. This is... And I don't mean big in size. I mean yeah, big, big in, in stature. Presentation. Right, right, presentation and everything. The universal belt is Brock's belt. Simple. They say it's cursed. I don't think it's cursed. It, it's, I just don't... I just think it needs someone who's on Brock's level. And Roman wasn't on Brock's level. No, he wasn't. Now, I, I hate to say this, get a Pete Dunn. Get a... Bobby Lassie's world title pictures for right now is over with. Get someone smaller to step up to Brock. Maybe you need to build the old school David and Goliath. Get the mm-hmm. Pete Gunn. I think he could do it. Yeah. Um. Go. Go. Um. Go get Alistair Black. Revisit AJ versus Brock. Maybe revisit a Daniel Bryan versus Brock. Something. Something. Right. Daniel Bryan versus Brock wasn't bad. It was a good match. Just like how AJ and Brock was good the year before. Yeah. It wasn't perfect, but it was a good match. Right. Oh, and I meant to forget. The last thing I wanted to talk about is WWE doing they, – they, they love using tournaments on NXT, and they have now the WWE World Collides tournament, which will be considered a net, uh, network special. Okay. I meant to bring that up to you. I think that's going to be pretty good because you got all – you basically have the brands. You have NXT, NXT UK, mm-hmm. and 205 Live mm-hmm. involved in this tournament. Now, I think what would have also made it 
even better if they pulled a few guys from off the um the main rosters from Raw and SmackDown that right. they're not doing anything with to put them involved in this tournament. Yeah, I, yeah, I think. See, you hit it right on the head. It should be all of the, it should be all of the shows in this tournament because there's a lot of guys that they're not doing nothing with, mm-hmm. and they need to do something with, and they need to knock it out the park right very soon. Um, once again, we thank you guys for listening. Uh, this episode was a little bit longer than normal, but me and Mark had to get down to business. Word. Um, appreciate it. You know we got other podcasts. Listen to those as well. Mm-hmm. Um, follow our, follow our instant um, feeds. Hold on. Feeds I want to say this. Before we go, mm-hmm. we wanted to give a couple. I don't do shout outs, but let's give a couple of recognitions to guys who said they like the show. Wrestlers that you said that love the show and they wanted to get on it. Uh, my man, um, King Jeter. Mm-hmm. Shout out to, you know. No, no, we can say shout okay, out. Shout out to King Jeter, mm-hmm. uh, Vincent Bravado, uh, Vincent Bison, Bison out mm-hmm. down in Florida, uh, a guy who's worked up here in, in the New York area for USA Pro Wrestling. For those of you who know about USA Pro Wrestling from up here, uh, big up to him. Hold on, we're not mentioning no feds. They ain't paying well, us. Of course. Well, I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah. you know, just... Yeah, yeah, these no, are just no, local these guys. New York fans, yeah. they gotta pay us. Exactly. So <laughs> we um, stop. But you <laughs> would say, but you, it was like three or four guys you had said who watched the show. They listened to the show. You know, Pablo um, Cordova, you know, Lou, Lou Nova. He's one of those mm-hmm. um, guys who's checked out the show and, and really appreciated. Give it a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. A lot, you know, a lot, a lot of heads is looking looking for this man. They're literally they're really into the um to the feds. You know, what I mean, they're, I mean, the feds. They're really into our product. Right. Good. Well, I appreciate them. Um. Maybe we'll do a podcast in the middle of a wrestling ring before a show or after a show. We'll mm-hmm. figure it out. But yeah. um, we, I definitely appreciate anyone who's listening to the show. Uh, I want to thank, let me say this, uh, as I was causing up a little bit of controversy, um, I want to thank the 39.4,000 people who responded to my tweets over the last week. Okay. I greatly appreciate it. Um, I don't know how many of those people will go to the show. I don't give a fuck if we get one new listener. I'll take one new listener. Hey, man, that's a good um, look. We're going to be very, I'm going to be raising our social media presence, so please follow us on Twitter. It is very important. Um, just so you know, I'm, if people don't know, I'm showing Mark something. This is just over the last seven days of my presentation of promoting it up there. Look, look, look at the the numbers at the top. Yeah, I see that right there. The, the engagements have been a little bit crazy and mm-hmm. a little bit real, and I'll show you something else. All right, that's definitely well. that's definitely good. I'm impressed with that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, we're building a more than a brand. This is this is this is a giant hub, and Dietrich Davis on demand is presenting you politics, wrestling, comic books, and pop culture, and we are putting 100 percent a lot of fucking um work into this mm-hmm. so i want it to be known that we are we are literally hard at work at making shit a reality um as you can see i'm just seeing you that that's over the last 28 days which is Yo, really that's crazy sir right this is the responses off of one tweet generating eight thousand. um on what you call it so i need mark morell's social media build so i need you guys to follow xm Nightbuster Word. or the more the merrier have you thought about changing it to mark morell I think and I'm putting that Monica name on it. I think I'm gonna have to do that, you man. Can, I because think, uh, that's what you were on Instagram. Your M double, your Mark Morell. Yeah, Mark Morell. Oh no, actually M double forty four. M double forty four. You know what I mean? I but I'm time for, I went to tell it. you. I think I'm gonna switch it up. I think it's time for some clean or Mark Knight or Mark Knight Morell. Okay. 
I think it's time for some real clean branding. I meant to talk to you about that. Well, hey, listen, man. Anything that can help with the branding, why not? Yeah, you know, yeah. I need, I need as much much support for that I need. Come on through, support the music as well. Yeah, yeah, um, we get, we get, yeah. And that's another thing. This uh, this giant thing that we're building is not just one thing. This is look. A in lot. Ten years, we'll probably be either be the Rupert Murdochs or slamming ourselves in the first face. One way is going to work. Um. But we definitely, if you guys are out there and you have wrestling shows and you want guys to commutate for your shows, let us know. Word. We um, will gladly be there to do it, man. Yeah, make sure you just cut us transportation and some bread, mm-hmm. you know, and we'll both sit there and we'll commutate your shows if you want us to promote your um, events happening around the whole United States. Mm-hmm. Please come do that. We, you know, just in general. Between that, we generate. I generate fifty-eight thousand. It was thirty-four thousand k in the last seven days. Right. Last week, as I sent off my dats to a company, this month alone, we're at almost sixty thousand impressions and engagements. So, if you guys have wrestling feds and you want to promote it, send it to us. We'll work with you on price. We don't need a lot of money, but we do need some money. Exactly. Um, we'll work with you. We'll promote your shows on a weekly basis. We will not hesitate. Uh, we're also looking for liquor, beer, and tobacco sponsors if they want. You know, wrestling fans love beer. Yes, they do. Wrestling fans love tobacco, and wrestling fans love food. So, you know, if you guys have any stuff, there are companies that you know want to promote through us. Let us do it so we can make that happen. Right. We ain't begging, but we asking you, help us help the content grow and keep it moving forward. Exactly. This podcasting is not cheap. It sure but ain't. It's not, but... <laughs> But it can become extremely expensive. So we thank you guys once again. Mark Morrell to the right of me, myself, Dietrich Davis. We'll start going live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube soon within the next week or two. We're waiting for an eGPU. And then we'll start broadcasting and we'll start letting you know from the YouTube link. We'll be playing music 24 hours a day or to start off at maybe 10 hours a day. And then we'll bring in live shows for you guys to watch as we do the Wrestlers with Experience podcast. Mm-hmm. Mark, thanks again. No doubt, D. You know how that go, man. We're about to do what we do best. Right. We'll get you guys um, on next week's episode, man. So come through and check us out once again. Right. Thank you so much.